Okay, Simon Kuf Tzadik Zayin. We're discussing um, the end of Kuf Tzadik Zayin. The last, well, the whole Kuf Tzadik Zayin is only five Sefim, but the, we discussed the first two last year. We're going to discuss the next three Sefim this year. And we're going to give an introduction to Kuf Tzadik Ches, which is a very Yisraelistic Simon, one of the four, five most Yisraelistic Simonim in the whole year that you learned. Well, Kuf Tzadik Ches you will be learning, or you already learned, but it's important. Gimel Dalad Hay talks about tevelling during daytime. Shulchanach begins by saying you're not allowed to tevel on the seventh day. What's the reason for it? Doesn't say in Shulchanach, but it says in the Nisikalim. Because maybe if she tevels on the seventh in the day early, she'll be with her husband, she'll see blood. Maybe she's not going to see with her husband, she'll be saysed her tevila. Mashainkin, once she tevels at night, she's clear to go. Why can't she tevel on the eighth day? It says, even on the eighth day, she's asura litbul bayayim, mishum srach bito. Mitzad chinuch, simply, essentially. Srach bito is chinuch. Not exactly chinuch, but a daughter will see what her mother is doing, and she will see that her mother is going to make daytime. She's not going to know that it's the eighth day. She's going to think... Got to make from the seventh day, and it's a problem. So therefore, however, the eighth day is a definitely a derabonim. Mashiach in the seventh day, you go into a shaila if she is really a deraisa. You know, deraisa you can table in the day, but if she's soiser it becomes a shaila. But it's also only exera midderabonim. Now, because the eighth day is. Only Mishum Srachbita, so there's a whole discussion in Paiskim, come across it. Does a Kala, does she have, does a Kala who doesn't have a Bita, which at least in the times of the Shachonaruch, that's how it was. Today it's already not Nishtazay Pasha that the Kala doesn't have a Bita, but at least then that's how it was. Then you don't, uh, does she have to go? Ah? Uh, yeah. Okay, but it was less common. Um, then does she have to, uh, does, could she go to Mikvah on the day? Also, seventh day. The whole discussion, could a Kala go to the mikveh on the seventh day? Because anyways, she's not going to be with her chas until the night. But then there's a whole discussion. No, maybe they make the chup earlier. She will be with her chas before the night. So therefore, it is accepted that no tevila during daytime. Not for seventh and not for eighth. Not even that, not even that. Even when a woman is tevilaing only mitzat suffolk. That she had a suffolk, that she went to her tevila... She went to mikveh the night before, and something happened. For whatever reason, there was a chashash, a suffolk on her tevila, if her tevila was good or not. Maybe there was a chatzitzah or something, which you're going to learn later, and she had to go to mikveh again. Again, she does not go during daytime, she goes during nighttime. Now, there is a... Uh, the shach over there says that b'dyeved it's mutir, shari, if she went, she's fine. The Chadredeya explains, Chadredeya is one of the ones in the back of Yishach explains that B'dyevet means even if there was Tashmish, and everybody asks that Tzarech Yungodl, how can you such a thing, but Azei Zokter. Now, there's an interesting Bach which says the same reason for Sarach Bito, that you can't toivel during the day, you can't even leave the house during daytime to go to Mikveh. There's a Kneb Baisim from Avransdorfer, was the Rav Neida Haredis. He explains common sense, we're obviously, and he brings Makaitis for it, obviously we're not talking about a woman who goes and does the Chfife and the preparations in the mikveh, because then she's going to be home two hours later. 
after tzess. We're obviously talking about the woman that talking about the only scenario that's possible is in Friday night. And even then, he says, if the mikveh is far from the house, as long as she arrives in the mikveh by nighttime, it's fine. She doesn't have to leave her house after nighttime if it's a far walk. But he says, if she's preparing herself in mikveh, she could go even earlier. And he brings it from the Chachma Sodom. Now, comes if Dalit. If there is a oynes, the woman is scared because of whatever reason. Ah? The what? She go earlier. How many hours earlier? Shoshtayim. Okay. If uh, yeah, but so, so when does it apply not to? Uh, only I'm saying the only re- realistic scenario today is Friday night. It's the only time that the woman is not going to do preparations. Usually, women today do all the preparations and mikvah. They don't do it at home. Ah? Huh? And COVID people did it at home. Said that Friday night, if you just leave one pot out, maybe it's stuff. He said something to do what Friday night? Well, Friday night, so it's not a proper Saturday. Ah, maybe okay. Well, if you leave some of the, the candlelight, some, yeah, then it's now it's already, yeah, it's already close tonight. So now, Sivdal, if there is, if she's scared to go at night, either Machmasina, which today is not relevant anymore, came out because. Nobody's traveling in cold mikvahs, or machmastina if it's really cold at night, um, or pachat ganovim, which is uh, more common in other places, not in Crown Heights, but in other in other neighborhoods, it might be more common. In other countries, it's definitely more common. Or soigrim shariyoir, that was very common during Corona curfews in other countries where there were shilas of such shilas when it came that people. Mikveh, they close or during uh, revolutions. You know, I remember those days when curfew was at four o'clock or at six o'clock in Venezuela. So that was also that you have Sagan Shariyoir. If you go to Mikveh, you're not going to come back home that day. You end up in jail. So that's that. Shochanoruch says Tilbil B'Shmini table on the eighth day. But definitely not Be'Yemashvi, even if there is. The Avodas HaGershuni points out to you that what's considered I could be Lomer Zogan that if the Oynes is only one night what's going to happen if you know that curfew is going to be cancelled the uh, uh, two days later yeah curfew is they already announced like that curfew is only for these and two days they're going to move it up to 8pm it's not going to be any more 6pm so you can go to Mikvah after it says we still don't push off if she's able, we're not going to say wait till the ninth night and then go to mikveh. No, she could still go eighth day during daytime. But on the seventh day, like we said, even Bishas, even Oynes, you can't tell you, so we're going to see exception. And even if that's going to cause that she's not going to be able to go to mikveh till the ninth night, if it's an, if the only alternative is seventh by day, then then you don't go. However, there is a Siddha Tahara which does say that if it's going to push off two, three days and you could go seventh day, we do not rely on that Lamaisa. Um, now there's a question, what's considered the Oynes? Um, there's an interesting Hamudi Daniel, the brings that Oynes is only if it's Oynes for the whole city. 
Obviously, we, what we're talking about is if there is a curfew or something like that for the whole city, but if it's Oynes only for her, it's not considered like that because Sarah Bita is not going to be saved by Oynes. But a lot of, most people disagree with him and say that Oynes applies even if it's Oynes only for her. We don't look at it. It's not the dogmas, the halachas of Chesha Mishpat, where we say Makas Medina is dependent on the majority of the cities and the a majority of the fields getting burnt. But if it's Oynes only for her, then it's Oynes. She's also considered Oynes if she's sick. And uh, whatever the reason is, if it's Oynes only for her, it's also not a problem. There's no chashash of Sarah Bita. And that is based on the similar. He disagrees. He disagrees with that. Now, what happens if... I'm going to give an example of an Oynes, which could happen in... In places which are more northern latitudes. Now, here in New York, nighttime, even during the during the middle of the summer, is still not. You still have a good six hours between, say, six seven hours between Ces and Alois. You go further north, a lot north, northern Canada, or Alaska, certain places in Russia, between Ces. If there is any tzess between tzess and alois, is uh, is a very short time. It could be the sun just goes drops below the horizon and pops right back up. You don't really have a tzess. You don't really have an alois. But Lamar Zogan, a woman, went to mikvah. She made the preparations. Or it could be that a woman traveled. She left villas, might say Shabbos, and she drove. Might say Shabbos. It was a summer. She drove. Got stuck in traffic. Got to the mikvah. It's two o'clock in the morning. Started preparations. 2.45 a.m. is Alois. You're ready going into Yom HaShemini. That is Mutter. That is Oynes. She could tell Yom HaShemini. You don't tell her, drive back the three hours to your house and come drive back six hours later to go to Mikveh. There is no Shaila of Sarah Bita in such a scenario. She saw her mother leaving the house at night. She didn't see her mother going to Mikveh during Alois. You don't have to worry about... It's also Knebais and brings that Lemaisa. Now, there is a Hassam Seifer. The Hassam Seifer um, discusses a certain... A certain um, get the Hassam Seifer soon. Let's go to the next Seifer. And see if, hey, if she toiveled on the eighth day without Oynes, she also a Tvila. The Tvila is kosher. Same thing in the seventh day. If she is toiveled during seventh day without Oynes, she's, the Tvila is also kosher. However, that's the Mechaberites. The Shach right away points out to you over there that you should be Machmer. She was on the seventh day, she go back to Mikveh that night. Obviously, if, she's, if it's possible. Talking about a scenario where it's impossible, then the Mechaber is big enough you could rely on him. When, does, when do we have to say the Schumen of the Shach? It's obviously only when you're sure that the Tevila was during daytime. What happens if a woman went to mikveh, and it was Ben Hashemoshe, so she's not sure, she went into the water, she didn't look at the watch, but it was already starting to get dark outside, it was already after Shkia, she wasn't sure if the 25 minutes or whatever it is passed until Seisekechavim or not, then it's a suffix, we're not going to do in a suffix on top of Exeter de Rabbanon to make her go to mikveh again, because we're going to say suffix Yoim, she has to go to mikveh again, she'll just go home at night and be with her husband. 
Why am I pointing all this out? Because these are shilas you will be getting, not you may be getting, you will be getting these shilas. Sigh about tabling by day, and sigh about chatzitza, which we're going to get to soon. So I'm going to give you some examples of daytime, of daytime tevilas. Um, the Ramah points out right away, still in all, obviously when she's toiveling in a way that it's mutter for her, for example, when she has an oinus, she should hide the fact that she went to mikveh from her husband. She has to, be, she has to hide it. She should not, he should not know that she went to mikveh until nighttime. And neither she should not be with, obviously she should not be with her husband until nighttime. What does it mean she should hide it? She should not go home until nighttime. The Bismeir and the Chazam Sefer point out that this is not, doesn't mean that she shouldn't go to her house. She shouldn't go to her neighbor's house either. Um, but the Pischazutta points out in the Chazam Sefer, he says, obviously, this is not talking about the eighth day, this is talking about only about the seventh day. When you have a real Chashash, it's going to be, then you, want, then, you, then you want to be Machmer on the eighth day. If she went to make from the eighth day because of oinus or whatever it is, then obviously that you don't have to tell her that she can't be even in her neighbor's house. She can't be in her own house, but she can be in her neighbor's house. Now, when does this going to come up? If a if the husband now, what's the shyless come? This is not written in the books. But if the husband is not going to be home till after it says he's working in the city and. He finishes work every day at 5 o'clock. He's not going to be home till 6 o'clock. It says was 5.30. And uh, for whatever oinus she had to go during day, or he's, or he's landing, or whatever it is, he's definitely not going to be home before it says, then she does not have to just hang around outside the door waiting for him to come. She could go into her house. It's not an issue. That's not Tastir Tvilaso. Um... No, because he knows he's expecting her to be too. Shayel Umeishiv has an interesting, uh, interesting point. Um, um, he points out that if she has a shomer with her in the house, then that's the same thing as not because the whole chashash is the husband is going to be with her she has a shamer in the house with her then you don't have a shamer that works for yichud then you don't have then you don't have um, that issue or you say also I think he points out that if she doesn't know which house she went to his wife went to then she could go to anybody else's house or she could go to her house and be with a shamer huh? kids at home kids at home is not when, when the chas- uh? this Hassan Sefer that I mentioned to you, that he says, uh? depends on what the parents do when the kids are up. <laughs> they know that's supposed to go into okay. the. They know that's supposed to go into the parents' room, and, and the parents are in the room, and the door is locked. They know. No, Hopefully, huh? So I sit on the couch. Eh, no, not enough. I don't know. I told some. I a woman who went to to a mikveh in a in, in a in a in a town. She went to table outside town. I told her she should just drive. Don't come into the town bechlal. So then I'm going to the shilas of the chasam sefer and everything. It's not a problem. You're just going to be. You're anyways driving. So 
drive a little bit slower, and uh, then for sure, even according to Chasm Sefer, you don't have a problem because you enter the, na- the village where you live um, after it's, uh, enter after Tzess and you're five minutes away from the house. This Chasam Soifer that discusses it is talking about a scenario where the eighth day fell on Shabbos. And it's a Sakana to toivel by night. So she would have to toivel daytime. Now, Bechlal, toiveling Shabbos daytime, even when it is a Oynus, according to a lot of opinions, is Asur. Why? Because we're not going to add, combine two kulas together. Sai toivling daytime and Sai being marchik the chfifa from the tvila. But one is not going to. Ah? What? Tevling Shabbos. But what's the reason for tevling Shabbos? Is it because. So bichlal not to do. But there was an issue over there if she wouldn't go to mikveh. She would have to go to mikveh. Um, sorry, eighth day was Shabbos, so she, if she would not go to, she can't go to mikveh Thursday night. She's not going to go to mikveh Friday day, and she's not going to be able to go to mikveh till till uh, till Maitzah Shabbos. And and uh, the the one who asked the question from the Chasam Sefer pointed out, uh, gave came up with an idea that because you have a whole chashash of. Maybe she's going to be toivel. If she's going to tell it to toivel, Friday day is going to be toivel in Yom Shvi. Um, so you have a problem. So let her do hefsek tahara on the fourth day. Then another hefsek tahara on the fifth day. Start counting Shiva Nakim from the fifth day. But then when she goes to mikveh on the seventh day from her counting, it's really the eighth day from her first hefsek tahara. And the Chansayv says it sounds like a good idea, but it doesn't pass like it. These are the Nikudas of Simon Kufzadik Zayn. The shalas you're going to get is, yes, it's very common that people are going to say, it's hard for me to go to mikveh um, at night, when I go daytime, it's a four-hour drive, it's a this, a that. The answer is no. Just because you're in a situation, you put yourself into a situation, doesn't mean that it's oinus. Oinus is something which, which is unplanned. A planned oinus is not an oinus. So... Stabling during daytime is not an acceptable heter, and uh, even if you do hear that certain rabbanim will say that, it's because they follow different shittas which are not written in Shulchan Aruch, or things like that, and it's no, you're not allowed to do that. Um, so, and you, all of you, should not be passing to anybody to go during daytime unless you know that there is a real inus. If you want to know what a real inus is, um, then when there was a curfew in Mexico, so that was Taka and Ines. you couldn't go to Mikveh at night because you would get arrested during Corona or so you go to Mikveh eighth day that's something else yeah. uh? Montreal's curfew also? they had during so eighth day you could do you could do in a scenario of Ines, you could be Mako and eighth day yeah let's say a Friday person comes to you and eighth day is Shabbos they're not, they're not necessarily going to go to mikveh if you tell them to start pushing off stuff. Well, pushing off eighth day, what? They're not going to go. Do, why are people coming to you mikveh Shabbos day? No. That's, so, so, Friday night. Friday on the seventh day? Is that considered anus if you're not. 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 If you're
lots of specific scenarios. Can't uh, pass like that. Uh, huh? Yeah, until night. Again, but that's, uh, she was uh, she was uh, when it's her attack. It was a big problem. You couldn't. You could, there was no way around it. Um, even Yom Ashri, some people are the ones who. Uh, some people understand from the Mechaber that even the Yom Ashri you could rely on Aynas, and the Mechaber says not to. But some people say even Yom Ashri you can rely on Aynas. Some people understand from the Ramah that even Yom Ashri you can't rely on Aynas. So that's why you will see some Sfarad Shapaiskim will be more lenient when it comes to traveling by Yom Ashri in a place of Aynas or Sakana. But um, wholesale traveling by Yom Ashri doesn't apply. Okay, we're going to move on to Simon Kuf Tzadik Ches. I am not going to be discussing the specifics. I'm going to be giving you a general overview of all the concepts that you will be coming across in Simon Kuf Tzadik Ches. Um, and Kuf Tzadik Ches is the dinam of Chatzitze. You will be getting a lot of shilas on it, so just pay attention. First nekud that you have to know is called, called Makpid. First category is Makpid. Makpid means something that... It bothers you enough that you would want to take it off. There's a discussion whether Makbid applies to Rav Nashim, Rav Nashim in this scenario, Rav Nashim Bechlal, or if this woman specifically is not Makbid, is uh, could you could she go to could she at least with the avid rely on it if she already went to make fun of something that she's not Makbid, even if Rav Eilam is Makbid. Yeah, and that is a discussion that from the simple Pshadah Shachonaruch Etzmashman that you follow based on Rav Noshim and you don't care what this woman is, this woman is not Makbid on it, you still usher, uh, still it's a chatzitza, that's why I pointed out to the Gulas Ilias, takes a whole different mahalach, and it's good to have it in the back of your mind when somebody calls you and it's Ebedeavit. So Makbid means you Makbid Lahasiroi, Makbid to remove it from you. Whether it's you want to take it off today, and take it off next week, you take it off every other week. Something which bothers the person during the tefillah, something which a person wants to remove, even if it's not, doesn't want to remove it now, but wants to remove it later. And, uh, but if something which is the majority of people are not makpid, then it's not a problem. Why? Because the logic is it becomes bottle to your body. Taylor says, Chatzkol besarei, can't have anything which is chaitzitz, something which is blocking your kol besarei from the water is a chatzitze. So therefore, if you have, if you have something which you're not makpidan, and everybody's not, the majority of people are not makpidan, then it becomes bottle to the body and it's no longer considered a chatzitze. The makpida that the Gemara is talking about is obviously talking about something which is bothering her. That's when she wants to remove it. Now, if somebody is makpid not to remove it, Shidafka wants it to stay there, but she's going to remove the current one that's there. For example, um, when you had temporary fillings in the teeth, which then get replaced with permanent fillings. Temporary fillings are something which is you want the filling to stay there, you don't want to have a tooth without a filling, but this temporary filling you're going to take off and you're going to put a new filling into it in a few weeks or whenever the time is going to be. In that scenario, a lot of places are going to say it's not considered a chitzitzah because even though she's not interested, she's going to remove this 
filling, but the idea of a filling in her tooth, she's makbut to leave it there. So that's not considered a problem. Same thing with, if you have dissolvable stitches, yeah, it's an example of something which your makbut it should stay there. Everybody's makbut it should stay there. Nobody wants the dissolvable stitches to be taken out before. The whole point is they should stay there until you're healed and then they dissolve by themselves. So it's also not considered, the chayra is not considered a chatzitza. Something which a person is going to remakbit to remove for the purpose that it shouldn't get ruined is considered a chatzitza. People have rings on their hands. That is the classical chatzitza, even though a woman will always have a ring on her hand. She will take them off for, for the purpose of chatzitza. She'll take them off when she does dough. She doesn't want pieces of dough getting stuck in between the diamond and the ring or in the little places. It's hard to get rid of afterwards. Therefore, that is considered also a, also a chatzitza. Now, if something that she's not allowed to remove for medical reasons a specific amount of time, goes into the whole big machlekes, which we're going to get to down the line, if what, when is it considered a chatzitza? Over here, she's makpid not to remove it. But at the same time, she really wants to get rid of it. If there has a bandage, which a doctor says has to stay on your body for two weeks. So yes, the doctor says make sure that no water, this waterproof thing stays on you for two weeks. It becomes a chatzitza. Why? She's makpid not to remove it now. Makpidah. But at the same time, the definition of makpid is she wants to get rid of it. She wants to get rid of it. Not today, but in two weeks. She's hoping maybe the doctor will even tell her that she can take it off four days early if it healed faster. So that is considered makpido, the hasira, even though right now when she's going to mikvah, she's makpido not to be, when she should have been going to mikvah, she's makpido not to be, not to remove it. Now comes the thing the other way around. She's makpid not to remove it for a long time. As long as this is there, she's makpid not to remove it. The classical example, everybody's going to be asked the shilas, woman has a manicure, the manicure is just done, kala, for example, got the manicure done, or whatever it is, and she's perfect, Manicure just spent an hour, two hours, and she's going to mikveh, and she does not want to remove it. It's already based in the Rajbo that he could be Mako, because she's makpid not to remove it. But only if she wants to keep it, it should stay like this even after the tvila. Um, certain forms of, uh, of, of uh, body rings which are placed in different parts of the body and they are made to remain there. You have them on top of the eyes, you have them uh, in other places in the body which are made to stay there. They're not like the earrings which are made to be taken off. Those are, or even some other things people put in their ears which different ways which also stay there even though it's uh, something which stays there it's, she's makpid not to remove it. You have to go to a, uh, some kind of surgery to get it out. You can't just remove it by yourself. Now, what happens when you have, when you define roiv noshim, that we said in Shulchanach says roiv noshim are makpidois, to, to, to remove it, it's considered aser. It's considered a chatzitza. We don't look at the majority of the women in the world. We look at the majority of the women who have this thing, because let's say if a, a uh, you don't when it comes to uh, to uh, let's say if somebody has some kind of 
of uh, in their teeth something and the majority not everybody has that thing in their teeth the crowns or whatever not everybody has them and you're going to say makbid the majority of women maybe they don't know what crowns are but if the majority of women with crowns obviously want the crowns to stay in their teeth nobody wants a crown to come off the teeth so that's considered makbid to stay there or at least not makbid to remove it when something is a sakana and a doctor says a sakana there are places where you could be making, we will be going through through it. But only if the sakana is a permanent sakana, if she takes it off. Not if it's a sakana only when tiveling. If a person has an uh, ear infection, which needs to have the ear completely dry from water, or, or they have something uh, in the rechem, they put something over there for that reason, and the only issue would be that it has to stay there when she goes into water. They can't, she can't. It has to protect it only from water, but not from anything else. It means the the sakana is only due to the water. That is not considered a a a. a that's still considered a chatzisa. So what's the solution for it? So you have, like I think I mentioned, the people over here are people. There's certain books who say you're going to put. Uh, fish oil or something made from fish that's minayam we could rely on it in every case for itself we will discuss it when we get to to the places in Shulchan Aruch we may a few more shurim on this topic the discussions which are the most heavy discussions in Shulchan Aruch revolve around what's considered basis sarim when you have chassizus in your teeth What's in your hair? The things that are attached to the hair, hair extensions, v'chulu, we will go. What's considered a mokim below or what it doesn't go into. We will discuss each one of those things when we will, when we will, uh, when we will, when we will get to it. Another very important thing to remember is you have to remember that every chatzitza shaila is divided into the, it's not only about the woman and about the kind of chatzitza, is when is she asking you the Shiloh? Shiloh that's asked when she's in the mikveh has a different answer than the Shiloh that's asked after she came back home. Once she came back home, very different, um, certain, certain Shilohs of Chitzitza after she's back home, which is already the category of Lonesome Baila, then it would be very different to send a woman back to mikveh from the house than to when a woman is in the mikvah and she calls with such a shayla. Once there's an interesting, if you will see whoever certain mikvahs have, a lot of mikvahs have on the way out from the mikvah, they give you to eat uh, taffies or, or, uh, or chocolates which get stuck, or nutty chews which get stuck to the teeth. And the nutty chews have a chazaka that will be in your teeth until the next time you go to mikvah because it's so hard to get rid of. And the idea is that when she'll get home, she'll find something in her teeth, the tail in the nutty chews and not in the I say for sure it happened after the truth of what I ate another truth. Obviously, something got stuck in her teeth. And it's not a, it's not a chatzitza. Rather than if she is in the mikveh before she ate another truth, then you can't be toiler the chatzitza and the teeth and the another truth. But afterwards, you could be toiler. That is one of the reasons. But even if she didn't eat another truth, still ways to be toiler after you get home. We say that also when it comes to the childless of sphakus. Suffolk, if a woman went to mikveh, she always takes off her um, rings, uh, her earrings before going into the water, and 
she doesn't remember if she took off her earrings when she went into the mikveh this time, but she, every other time she remembers to take them off. Whatever, maybe the mikveh lady, she, there was no mikveh lady over there, whatever the reason is. Huh? 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 I'm just saying, well, if there is something on her, she doesn't know, if it becomes a suffolk, becomes a suffolk, it's also a difference what kind of chitzah it is. Who is makbid, if you're not makbid, um, and if you're home already or you are not home. I did post on the group an interesting thing that uh, the Chachma Sadam writes in Bin Asadam when it comes to Shilas of Maris, you could pass him for yourself. When it comes to Shilas of Tevila, you cannot pass him for yourself because by Shilas of Maris, it's only a suffix, it's not very Adam Tamid. By Shilas of Tevila, she is for sure Shazak Esura, so a husband can't be Paisik for her, but a lot of people disagree with him. And they hold it. Even a child so really you could be Paisic for why, your wife. Not as Chazik as Surah. Huh? Why is no? She's not as well doing Shiva Nakim. She's half Sigmata. She's half Sigmata already. She's already one step closer. She's uh, by Tvila, she's for sure Tommy and she's becoming tired. It's a chayri, you'll bring it to somebody else. But Pile today we say Pasch and everything, husband can Pasch and everything if he knows what he's talking about. But uh, that's Mitzal Tzad Asafik, that a lot of husbands don't know what they're talking about, so it's not such a good idea to have. Ah? It's a Sveksveke. Okay. Yeah, so that's that's what it's going to be. There will be the first, uh, I'll call it Al Seder Shirin Kufsa de Ches, is going to be in Mitzvah on Tuesday, at this Tuesday at 1.15. Um, I will try to have another share on Thursday also um, on continuing in Kuf Tzadik uh, Ches and then try to get another few shiurim to be able to finish this Kuf Tzadik Ches, Kuf Tzadik Tes and be finished with Hilchis Chitzitza and at least part of Hilchis Tvila by the time uh, we're done Kailo for this year. Slach